Listener Production. Australia Today's Morning Agenda with Natasha Belling. Good morning. Thanks for your company. Let's check what's making headlines this Wednesday, the 29th of September. The two COVID-free states of WA and Queensland are this morning on high alert. Health authorities say the next 24 hours will be critical for Queensland after a number of mystery COVID infections in the community. Yesterday, the state recorded four new locally acquired cases with a COVID-positive truck driver causing most concern. He was staying at a guest house in South Brisbane and spent up to to a week in the community while infectious. Epidemiologist Professor Nancy Baxter has told the project the situation is concerning. They actually now have cases that seem to be in two completely separate outbreaks, so they're not related. Um, so they have two independent chains of transmission, and both of them are a bit concerning. So both of them have been out in the community for you know, a considerable amount of time. Restrictions have been reintroduced in Brisbane and Moreton Bay, but at this stage, this weekend's NRL Grand Final is still going ahead at Suncorp Stadium. And WA is also on edge this morning after two Melbourne men allegedly used false documents to fly into Perth for last weekend's AFL Grand Final. The pair, who is now facing jail time and massive fines, were caught on camera celebrating Celebrating with players and key officials after the game before one returned an inconclusive COVID test. And we'll have the latest from our reporter in Perth shortly. Meantime, restrictions have eased today in Victoria after the state yesterday recorded its highest number of COVID cases in the latest Delta outbreak. A 15k travel radius, tennis, golf, boating and outdoor personal training sessions are back after the state hit the single dose 80% target. Yesterday, Victoria recorded four new deaths and 867 COVID cases, with the regional town of Latrobe plunged into lockdown overnight after a number of COVID cases were detected. And the high case numbers have led to some calling for the border with New South Wales to be reopened. Health Minister Martin Foley agrees the closure may not be relevant anymore. As the risk profile changes, that's a pretty accurate statement, I think, which is why we've eased the restrictions to bring firstly Victorians home and in the not too distant future, people from Greater Sydney can return. In New South Wales, two more regional towns have been plunged into a snap lockdown overnight with COVID cases detected in Port Macquarie and Musselbrook. Meantime, there are also lockdown fears for northern New South Wales after new positive cases were detected around the Byron Shire. And as our vaccination rates soar, the federal government has announced key changes to COVID support payments. When the 70 and 80% targets are hit, financial support will be wound back and affect residents will have to reapply for any assistance. Now let's check what's happening in your state with our reporters on the ground and we return to WA and two men are set to face court today after allegedly breaching WA's border restrictions and falsifying documents. They attended the AFL Grand Final at the weekend and even celebrated with Melbourne players in their room at Optus Stadium after their game. Our reporter Emma Griffiths has more from Perth. That's right, Tash. The 39 and 49-year-olds were arrested yesterday in WA's South 
arrest after a manhunt by police. It's understood the pair entered WA from the Northern Territory, but officers allege the information provided on their G2G application was false and they had not been approved to enter. Vaccine commander Chris Dawson says they risk a hefty fine or even prison time if convicted. The information we've received from the community clearly People in our community uh, are outraged that people can uh, game the system. What we're alleging are actually serious criminal charges. One of them has fortunately returned a negative test result to COVID-19, while the other is inconclusive. And it's now even harder to return to WA from Victoria, with the state moving to extreme risk overnight, meaning travel is only allowed in extraordinary circumstances. And to Queensland, and the state is bracing for a possible lockdown with a list of exposure sites rapidly growing after new COVID cases. It's prompted the reintroduction of restrictions. As Brisbane reporter David Shiraz explains, authorities remain on alert about interstate truck drivers. Good morning, Tash. Well, one of the latest cases, a truck driver was infectious in the community for more than a week, prompting a strict response from the Premier. By October 15, truckies wanting to enter Queensland will need at least one dose of the vaccine. A month later, they'll have to be fully jabbed before entering the state. Although a lockdown's been avoided for now, the Chief Health Officer, Jeanette Young, says more cases over the coming days could trigger one. The latest scare, a reminder, Queensland isn't ready for Delta, with the lowest vaccination rates in the country. Now, the latest in business and finance news, we're joined this morning by Effie Zahos, editor-at-large at CanStar. Effie, good morning. Well, as house prices continue to soar across the country, it's about to get harder to get that home loan. Yeah, it sure is, Tash. And look, home loan rates are so cheap at the moment. We know that. And that's allowing us to borrow more. And it's a double-edged sword because around 22% of Aussies now have a mortgage debt that is over 6 times their income. And that's according to APRA's latest uh, June quarter data. And as reported in the Financial Review, Treasurer Josh Breitenberg is now about to clamp down on this soaring home loan debt. So it may disappoint a few investors, a few home buyers. It will be a case of watch this space to see what levers the regulators will pull out to slow this mammoth property debt. And it could be as simple as that debt-to-income limit. Now, low rates do give a false illusion when it comes to affordability. We know the RBA said it's not going to change the cash rate until at least 2024, and it means banks are keeping their short-term fixed rates, like the one- and two-year ones, ultra-competitive. Now, the trap here, of course, is once the fixed period rate ends, what does your loan revert to? And there's going to be a few borrowers that are in for a rude shock, because take a look at, say, one of the cheapest one-year ones, uh, it's 1.79 fixed for a year. Now, after that fixed rate, it jumps to 2.75, meaning a half a million dollar loan, your repayments are going to go up by $238 per month. So the tip here is that if you do lock into one of these ultra-cheap rates, which is fine, if that suits you, go for it, but check what the revert rate is after the fixed period. Chances are you may need to refinance again. Absolutely. And this is interesting, Effie. There's a new childcare app being launched to help parents know what subsidies applies to them possibly and what help may be available with childcare payments if you're in a hotspot. 
Yeah, so it, it's called Kindercare and uh, it basically helps parents work out how much childcare subsidy they would be entitled to. Now, look, Tash, it's not the first childcare subsidy calculator. Services Australia, the government website, has its own there. Um, so I do urge people to jump on that as well. But the difference here is that it is very simple to use, only two variables you've got to put in, and it also compares childcare providers. Now, of course, as you say, there are plenty of parents right now that may be struggling with childcare payments and not sure, you know, what help is available if they are in a restricted area or because of closures. Now, if your child does attend care in a Commonwealth-declared hotspot, you may actually be able to get more absentee days. Typically, parents get 42 allowable absent days per year uh, for each child. Now, if your child is in a, a hot spot and has been declared for more than seven days, you'll get additional days on top of this 42. And the other good news is that you may not have to pay the gap fee in this case, so you won't be out of pocket at all. Um, it's worth talking to your childcare provider if they will waive this gap fee. And, of course, you can keep track of your absentee days on the Express Plus Centrelink mobile app. Great tips as always. Thank you, Effie. Thanks. Time for Sport Now with Brett Thomas and Brett. The NRL is not giving up on holding the grand final in Brisbane despite the latest COVID cases. Yes, good morning, Tash. As far as the NRL and Queensland government is concerned right now as we speak, of course, this could all change in a matter of hours. The grand final will be played at Suncorp Stadium on Sunday night as planned. They would need just 48 hours to make the call to activate Plan B and shift the game to Townsville. But NRL head of football, Graham Annesley, is hopeful that won't be needed. We're confident that we'll... uh... Uh, we'll get through that the government will get on top of uh, you know this minor outbreak that's taking place at the moment. Now, just in some grand final team news, the team sheets dropped last night. Penrith to be without Tavita Pangai Jr. Uh, he is being troubled by a knee injury at the moment. They've also got Dylan Edwards, who's in doubt with a foot injury. Charlie Staines has been called into the 21-man squad as cover. Souths have named an unchanged 17. Adam Reynolds uh, is the only real concern for them. Uh, he is on light duties this week as he uh, bids to shake off a groin issue, Tash. And Brett, the NRL Integrity Unit is now speaking with a third Melbourne Storm player caught partying in that hotel room before the Dalliams. Yeah, that is uh, Chris Lewis and Melbourne Storm say that he is uh, complying with the NRL Integrity Unit. He's being interviewed at the moment. Brandon Smith and Cam Munster with a pair caught on video partying in that hotel room just hours before the Dally M. They're now bracing for fines and suspensions. Of course, this comes after Warriors star Reese Walsh was arrested and charged with cocaine possession. League legend Mark Guy says it's not what the NRL needs to be dealing with right now. In the biggest and best week of on our NRL calendar, that all we're talking about is some hijinks off the field. First, with Walsh, yeah, look, he, he fell on his sword. Now the rehabilitation and education can start its process. So we'll watch this space and see how quickly the NRL acts in grand final week. Yeah, and Brett, the AFL's trade period starts soon and already there's plenty of discussion about players switching clubs. Yes, it is the AFL silly season, the trade period. Uh, when that fires up, it's now kind of months in advance we start talking about this stuff. Majak Dor is a great story. He is set to stick around at Melbourne. We know the life-changing and life-threatening incident he was involved in during his time at North Melbourne. So it looks like he'll get a second season on the Demons' rookie list. Of course, they're fresh off winning their premiership. While ex-Blues big man Levi Casbold is attracting the interest of the Lions, former AFL star Lee Montagna reckons he would be a good pickup. But I think Levi Casbold would be a pretty 
worthwhile option because he can play in all parts of the ground. He can play forward. He can yep. certainly play in the ruck, and we've seen him be able to hold down centre-half back as well at Carlton. Just in some other sport news floating around to finish up on, Ash Barty has pulled out of the Indian Wells Masters event due to start next week in California. Looks like she won't play again for the rest of the season, so she can come back to her quarantine and gear up for the Aussie Open. And with the Ashes uh, on the horizon as well, Joe Root, the captain of England, says he's desperate to take part. He's stopped short of confirming he will definitely travel down under. He's waiting to find out what the quarantine conditions will be, Tash, because there are big concerns in England over whether families can join the squad this summer. Massive day in sport again. Thanks so much for the update, Brett. Thank you, Tash. And a new study has shown lockdown is putting pressure on relationships. The LG Electronic Survey has found one in three people believes their partner is the most annoying person they know. The poll of 2,000 people found people spend a fifth of their day being annoyed at their partner with snoring and being messy among the top issues. And that's all you need to know to start your day with Australia Today's Morning Agenda in your podcast feed from 6.30am every weekday morning. You can also catch the latest episode in a whole new world of audio by downloading the new Listener app for free. I'm Natasha Belling. Thanks so much for your company. Have a great day. Stay safe. And we look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Listener.